the TFCC podcast, brought to you by Bespoke Cricket, Rutland's premium cricket brand. For the best bats, pads and gloves, check out bespoke-cricket.co.uk. Hi and welcome to the TFCC podcast, The Life of a Cricket Coach. I'm Tom Flowers, ECB Level 4 Specialist Coach and Head Coach and Owner and Director of the TFCC Group Limited. This podcast is designed for the next few weeks months, whatever it might be, just to give you an insight into what the life of a cricket coach is, what we do, what the trials, tribulations, challenges, whatever it is you might be facing, I want to give you an insight into it. With that, we'll give you some guests, some weekly themes, we'll have people talking about relevant topics, what's in the news, etc. But ultimately, I want it to be kept towards cricket coaching at a local level, looking upwards. So we work at ground level at TFCC in the non-professional environment and I want to give it very much the USP that this is about what goes on outside the professional game but actually realising that it feeds into it and what starts at this level really has a positive and long-lasting impact um, as we move through the ranks into the professional game. Why, Why have I decided to give this a go? So the feedback we got during the lockdown, we did uh, coffee and cricket. So TFCC did Facebook Live coffee and cricket. We looked at regular themes on a weekly basis. We got real, real engagement and enthusiasm from the local cricket community. Guys who were involved in in the grassroots of the game, exactly where we work, where we where we earn our crust, if you like, working in local cricket with volunteers, groundsmen, coaches, etc., whatever it might be, and. It really did show that there was an appetite for discussion, for debate, for interactions between um, cricketers at, at the at the recreational level. And I'm hoping that a slightly different twist on this is going to be more from a coach's angle. So as a head coach, level four coach, I'm going to give you a perspective from from my side looking looking outwards. But I'm hoping that we can challenge some of them views and get guys to come in and and talk to us as well about about what their viewpoints are. So. The coffee and cricket was a massive success. We had international cricketers on, ex-international cricketers, academy coaches. Uh, we had a massive range of people joining us. So I hope that we can we can continue to whet your appetite for cricket, for local cricket, for cricket coaching, and give you a bit of inspiration into potentially finding out a few new things, doing things differently, questioning how you go about different bits and bobs. But the title really, A Life of a Cricket Coach, because I wanted to give you guys an insight into exactly what it is that we do. Um, you would not believe, if I got £10 for every time somebody said to me um, of an evening at a club session, for example, or a one-to-one, so what do you do the rest of the time, Tom? And a lot of the guys have absolutely no idea. So I'm hoping you can get a bit of an insight into myself and how we operate, challenges we face, obstacles we overcome, and what, what, what our day looks like. So... Typical day for us. Well, it's it's just just gone twelve o'clock now, and um, we've got we've got three school jobs going out. One of the guys is at is at Loughborough Grammar. Another's going over to Oakham, and another one going over to Arundel School. So if you look at our term time, a lot of the guys are out doing independent school cricket coaching jobs, um, and I think that's uh, on the back of the fact that we you know we've been going for nearly seven years now, and the the idea that we can go in as contractors if you like and provide a professional reliable and service and and the positives being that if you know if there's an illness we still get cover people aren't left high and dry and we've got guys that are coaching on a, on a day-to-day basis delivering seven six seven days of the week so it's it's 
the professional element that I know we can bring to schools and add to their, do we talk about added value in schools? And I'll touch on that later on in the in the bit I want to talk about our residential program. But So that's going out today. We've then got a lot of, so I've been sitting down this morning um, going through some emails. I had a call with Oakham School, another call with Oundle School. I've had a couple of clubs call me about their plans for, for the first sessions of the week. So obviously a lot of our club sessions are kicking off at the moment, which is great. Um, and yeah, that's sort of what, what the morning looks like. Amongst that, we try and obviously then encourage staff pre-12 o'clock. If a staff's working of an evening, they tend to start 12 o'clock. So mornings are sort of the staff's own, if you like. Uh, a bit different myself as the sort of business owner director. But the, the coaches tend to have the mornings to themselves and they sort of start midday. Lots of administration to go through, emails to answer, dealing with our um, customer base, one-to-one inquiries, schools social media, any websites, etc. So there's loads that go, goes on behind the scenes here at TFCC. Um, our office is over in Bilsden. Um, just to give you an insight into what that looks like. So usually we have six of us in there. We've got six full-time staff. Um, that includes an apprentice coach as well. Um, so there's six of us. And at any one time, there could be up to six there. And it's... The great thing about what we do is every day is different. One day guys are auditing kit, the next day they're selling the kit. One day they could be dealing with a parental um, complaint, the next day they could be dealing with a five-star Google review from this from a different parent. So it really does show you that the um, the 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 demand for high-level cricket coaching outside of the professional environment is is is. Is great is as great as it's ever been, and I think that what we at TFCC do is we've established a a foothold in the cricket coaching business, whereby we we customers get what they pay for. They get the consistency, they get the reliability, and they get the highest level form of coaching. I believe outside of county cricket clubs, and sometimes better than um, in certain some cases. Um, so I think that that. That the important thing is that we we continue to support the county cricket clubs as we do. We've got a fantastic relationship at, at Northants that's developed um, as their preferred coaching supplier. Relations at Leicestershire are developing. Um, with the, there's a lot of guys down there who we we get on particularly well with. Uh, Andy Hibbard, um, you know, always goes out his way. He's an old friend of mine. Um, Ali Maiden, who recently departed academy coach, was was great in creating some some progress there. Claude Henderson, an old friend of mine, um, trained and played a bit with Claude, and obviously Paul Nixon. So there's there's guys down there that are wanting to wanting to form and, and keep developing that relationship. Um, and I came off off the uh, email recently this morning to the chief exec uh, Sean Jarvis, and we have got a meeting with him, which is fantastic news because. I think that there is a lot of synergy there in local cricket. We all work in the same, uh, you know, for the same reasons, I hope, which is to develop participation, increase um, increasing numbers, both boys and girls, getting people playing that aren't playing, getting people active. And there's a place for for both the, the you know, the the public and the private sectors with that. And I think that we all have a role to play. Um, if the demand wasn't there, as I as I often say, if the demand wasn't there, then we wouldn't have jobs. So the demand is there. So why why not fill it and 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 be embrace each other? And I'm hoping that 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 we can all put put steps forward in making that happen and I'm hoping of a positive conversation with Sean. So I will obviously get back to you guys on how that's gone. 
Okay, so I guess TFCC, um, what is it, seven years now? Seven years in, in July, um, end of June, July that we've been going. And it's people often say to me, you know, how did you manage to, to get this? How did you think of it? Did you decide one day you're going to be a coach or you're going to set up a business or you're going to, you know, employ six coaches or turnover X amount? No, no, we didn't. We I had an idea that there was, a, as any business idea, that there's a clear gap in the market and there's a demand for it. Um, my own knowledge of the cricket market, I guess, or, or the cricketing world, um, I pretty much know it inside out, I'd say, from, from a ground level upwards, having been involved in all levels of the game uh, since the age of six years old. Um, contacts come into it, um, but ultimately it, it's graft and it's hard work. And I think that what guys fail to see on the outside sometimes is... The effort, the time, the blood, the sweat, the tears, the detriments to my own health at times, which I'll touch out on in in future future podcasts. But which is a constant battle for me, and I've been quite open about that. But I'm in a privileged position. I get to work with cricket in cricket. Sorry, I get to work with cricketers. I am a coach for a living, and that is a complete. As I say to all our staff at TFCC, it's a privileged position we are in. Um, the guys know that. They know how lucky they are to work in sport. And if you know that, you don't take it for granted. And every session we deliver, every lesson, every club session, we deliver to the maximum of our ability. I'll touch more on our values of the company um, at some point in, in the future. But we are looking at things such as professionalism, communication, uh, honesty, respect. They are our core values as a, as a coaching company. And I think that can be seen from the outside too so look we are yes we're here we i have to meet my demands for the salaries and the wages that's a given um but so do the professional cricket clubs they still they they pay their coaches so i think that it's a very naive attitude to suggest that coaching shouldn't be paid for and that these things should be offered for free to look back over the last six or seven years and say you know what we've had a real difference there i'll give you an example so we'll come on to club cricket so lutterworth you know they've they've got us involved now right from quicks all the way through to the adult section they, they actually lost their opening game the weekend but it's a great example of where um forget the financial you know no one works for free well that's a given and i have to remind certain characters of that in the last few years um in the in the public sector as i call it so community sector but um you know it, it, to see them to see them doing as they are doing with with our assistance and to know we've had an impact um, at all levels throughout the club and the synergy that's brought to the club is great and you know that's what that's what makes us tick we like to see progress we like to see clubs doing well we like to see clubs doing it the right way uh, and well done to um, Sam Blockley who got his first senior 100 I think on Saturday in the Premier League so Sam real well done to you buddy so we just finished our Easter camps absolute chaos the last four weeks so we've seen well over nearly well, over 200 children uh, around about 200 children um, who are cricket mad and they want to spend their Easter's playing cricket which is brilliant you know we've had big numbers at Burley Park Oakham we, Oakham Cricket Club we had our residential at Oakham School, which I'll touch in a moment, but Easter camps have gone really well. The staff all, um, they all, Easter's a very long period because 
we get a lot of one-to-one requests. We get a lot of guys realizing oh, it's cricket season now. You know, as soon as April gets here, and the demand on the staff shouldn't be underestimated. You know, a lot of customers will only see the staff for their one-hour session or for their two-hour club session. Often, that staff member's been out delivering camps all day, and and they go and one-to-ones club sessions. Club sessions they've got their own administration to do as well. So. Don't underestimate the efforts of, of my coaching team during the, the holiday weeks because it's not just the holiday stuff they're delivering, it's everything else that's that's going on. So we're back now, obviously, in what we call term time timetable. So we're back delivering school sessions. Um, that is really enjoyable for our guys coaching because they can really focus on um, the, well, A, getting to know new new guys that might not access us through our affiliated clubs, but also they get to interact and, and learn off other coaches within a different sector that they can perhaps learn from. Um, so I encourage them to, to keep reflecting, keep learning, keep learning from each other, keep learning from the coaching staff. So it's a really valuable experience. The more environments I can get them in, the better. What motivates me to get up every day and do what we do? People will ask me that, you know, you're working, going cricket clubs, cricket club, etc., etc. But what motivates me is the difference that we're making. And I think that um, I know we're making a difference. If you add up the hours we put into local cricket, what that has effect on participation. I now see guys moving into adult cricket. I've seen guys make academy debuts, second team debuts that I've worked with. I've got guys who are in first class cricket now from my old school coaching days who I've had an influence on. It's great to know that you've impacted these in, in some sort of way. And that's definitely um, something that as a business we value is that every interaction, however small, the long lasting impact of that, you know, the day you delivered at Burley Park on a cold Easter 6th of April might be the greatest memory that kid has of their, their childhood when 15 years on. So it's about creating memories and about realising the impact you have as a coach. And I'm not sure enough coaches out there value the longer term impacts and lasting impressions they may have on on youngsters. Uh, motivations for me, I think, with the with the coaching business are uh, a number of things really. Um, like I said, participation, um, getting guys, getting them access to levels of coaching and experiences that they wouldn't have access to um, otherwise. And what I mean by that is, is that lots of the services and things that you know, high level coaching. Uh, residentials, you know, tours that we do previously would only be accessible for the elite players. And I think that something we've tried to do with the values that we have, um, whether it be our pricing structure or um, offering con- uh, concessionary places for guys who are on low incomes, you know, there's lots of things we've done that we don't shout about, uh, but it's in line with my values. You know, I'm a state educated guy myself. Um, I always say the story I went to Loughborough University with cricket I did struggle with some of the characters there because I was state school educated through and through and it was a bit of an eye opener um, to, then, to then go on and work in in the private sector was a big shift for me but I've seen it from both sides and you know I was the only state educated youngster um, youngster quite a while ago uh, when I got my cricket scholarship at Loughborough University who was in that first team so for me um, I've not lost sight of them roots and I think that if I can give every youngster the same time, and I think that's the big thing for me, it's giving them the time um, and experience that whatever background you're from, yes, you may have to pay for it, but that's the same whether you go to nursery, childcare, uh, music lessons, um, 
go out for the cinema and Nando's once a week and I'm not a fan of Nando's but um, you could probably get a couple of lessons for the price of a Nando's to be fair but my point being is we treat everyone the same regardless of background, gender, experience, education and I think that's absolutely crucial not to lose sight of that fact. Um, our residential. So our residential at Oakham School was unbelievable. We got 20 youngsters overall. We had kids from all over Europe. We had two guys from Sweden came from Stockholm. We had youngsters from Guernsey. Uh, we've got guys from Scotland signed up next. It really is a massive um, uh, progressive service that we know we can offer because actually outside of academies and county age groups and schools, where else can you go and experience and be treated like a cricketer for a week and have access to specialist coaches you can have access to um we've got a psychologist who worked at team gb comes in and a bit of work with the guys we've got some snc work we've got a local chef who teaches the guys how to cook quick and simple meals for cricket you know and, and not only that the facilities the guys get access to level three four coaches it is it's something that the driver behind that is just offering something that if you're not at the county level, if you're not at you know that privileged level where you where you've managed to to get to that, or you, you know you're lucky enough to go to one of the top independent schools, how else do you get this? And I'm really pleased that we've we've managed to hit a market there that that gives these youngsters an experience they don't miss out on. And you know what? If they look back on that and go, the Tom Flash Cricket Camp was unbelievable 2019 Oakham school was the greatest summer I spent you know my cricket was great but more importantly I met like-minded people we had a great time the cricket was brilliant you know that's what it's about for us so we've got another one at Oakham in July which should be popular again and then obviously we've got Arundel school which is a new venue new venture we do a lot of work on the Arundel school in the week so we're hoping that that will be um, popular and obviously great facilities there as well so a little bit on club cricket. Uh, it's been a bit of a mixed, mixed um, loyalties this week for us because our head coach Ben, as you know, is is director of cricket at Houghton Thurnby, his local club. Um, he's sort of their paid paid pro there um, and director of cricket. And my home club being Barkby, they had happened to play each other. Of course, they'd on the first game of the season. And uh, the difference I was told was my youngest brother, uh, who managed to get sixty odd, um, probably. An interesting wagon wheel, but you know he did pretty well. I understand, and it's good to, you know, it's good to hear that because we've done a lot of work me and him in the past about, especially about batting against spin, and to hear that he's playing spin really well is a real positive for me. I think that's what motivates me. Just again, whether it's my brother or not, hearing improvement in players and knowing you've made a difference. But what I would say is it was a good game of cricket. I think, and I do think them two clubs. It's great to see Bart be back on the straight and narrow, and there's lots that's gone on behind the scene there. And I do wish the club the very best for this season. I do think Houghton and Thurnby are doing a hell of a lot right. As my dad says, there's a lot going on right at that club and my, I respect my dad when it comes to opinions massively in local cricket. And I do wish Ben and his team the best for the season. Okay, finally, uh, just a little announcement from TFCC for this week. Ben Silver, obviously our Level 3 performance coach, head coach at TFCC, has, you'll recently know, um, got himself a great role with the ECB Disability Cricket and he is our head coach. He is the head PD coach, physical disability coach for England, which is fantastic because it's going to open up many opportunities for Ben to further enhance his experiences and his own skill set as a coach. I think it'll be a real challenge for Ben, and I've spoken to him about that in sort of an unofficial mentoring capacity, which is what I've tried to do with him in the last sort of four or five years. What I would say about Ben, it's worth noting, is that when it comes to work ethic towards his coaching, it's second to none. And a lot of guys I've been quick to shoot down who have suggested that he's been fortunate to get into a position at a young age. Um, 
I guess in today's in today's cancel cancelling world that that'd be called Aegis, wouldn't it? But we'll leave that one for another time. Um, I suggested that uh, uh, nothing comes through without hard work, and if you'd seen people don't see the hours of dedication, how seriously he's you know he's a student of his coaching, he studies his coaching, he questions what I do, he questions he is debating cricket a lot. Um, the time he's volunteered and the big difference with him it's the time that that it's what we call sort of you know you've heard of the saying paying back so it's payback for x amount and i've often been guilty of saying oh well that's payback for this and what ben does really well which is what i admire is he's paying forward and i don't think he'd probably view it like that but all the hours the the you know 15 minutes here 20 minutes there of discussions two hours there a weekend here of volunteering whatever it might be just to you know, keep him rounded and develop his his coaching attributes and the way he goes about it. I think don't underestimate what goes on behind the scenes. You know, the six a.m. starts, the seven a.m. starts, the late nights in sports till 10 o'clock at night. You know, nothing comes without hard work and graft. So I wanted to get on record that um, well done, Ben, from from myself and the rest of the coaching team. We're all very proud of you, and we look forward to hearing about how the ECB disability job goes for you this summer and beyond. Uh, we wish you all the best, bud, and keep learning, keep listening, and keep reflecting, mate. All right, guys, that brings to an end our first podcast at TFCC, The Life of a Cricket Coach. Hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you did like it, if you could just like, subscribe, and leave us a bit of a review, that would be fantastic. We do want to try and get numerous guests in, but we also want listeners, whoever's listening in, to actually get something out of this. So if there's any topics or anything you think would be worthwhile going through, please do let us know. But for now, have a great week. Go well, and we'll uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Cheers. You enjoyed this podcast? Be sure to leave us a review and follow us so you never miss an episode.